0: Homage to the Buddha, the Dhamma and the Sangha. As we begin another year, it's good to make resolutions towards our spiritual practice. You might ask why make resolutions in this way? But when we go through the Suthas, what we see is that the Buddha encourages making wholesome resolutions and the benefits of doing so. And so as we start the year it's good to look at areas that we wish to focus on, things that may be supportive of the Noble Eightfold Path, and sacred qualities that we wish to foster or cultivate. And in this way, it helps us to focus, to actually develop some energy, some virya, towards undertaking spiritual practice this year. There's two suttas that we can look at, the first is the Chakrasutra, and the Buddha says to the monks, there are these four wheels. When these four wheels turn, those devas and humans who possess them soon attain greatness and abundance of wealth. What for? Dwelling in a suitable locality, relying on good persons, right resolutions for oneself, and meritorious actions done in the past. These are the four wheels. When these four wheels turn, Those devas and humans who possess them soon attain greatness and abundance of wealth. When a person dwells in a suitable locality and makes friends with the noble ones, when one is endowed with the right resolutions and done deeds of merit in the past, grain, wealth, fame and reputation along with happiness accrue to them. So we can see from this Sutta that the Buddha is encouraging four different things. And in encouraging, he states that if we have these four things, then we'll soon attain greatness and abundance of wealth. So the first one is patirupa desa vaso. So this is dwelling in a suitable locality, so living in a suitable or proper place. And that includes a proper place that supports our spiritual practice. The second is sapurisavaseyo, which is relying on good persons. So sapuras, as we know, are good persons that follow the noble eightfold path, keep the precepts, have good qualities, and relying on them, uh, looking to them for support or help, protection, and refuge. The third is the one that we're most interested in today, which is Paniti. So this is right resolutions for oneself. So these might be also proper, thorough. Uh, determinations or resolutions, aspirations, resolve. and it's specifically for oneself. And then the fourth is Pubecha kata punyata. So this is meritorious deeds done in the past. So as we know when you have good merit, then when they ripen it, it has this way of supporting the, pa- the path and supporting spiritual practice. So these four things are actually very good to, to know, uh, and when you actually contemplate them, you see that if you if you live in the wrong kind of place, that a place that is not fitting, it's not proper, it's not suitable, you see that you end up associating with not the right types of people, and you don't make the right resolutions, instead you make the wrong ones that take you away from the path or uh, help you to veer off the path and then also they're not also people that help to make more good merit and instead maybe even if you have merit uh, from the past it it doesn't have the conditions to ripen or you it which is away because you use it all up so this suit is actually very useful and and very valuable in many respects not just because of the right resolutions but you can see the link between the four The other Sutta is the Pubhanha Sutta. This is Anguttara Nikaya, Chapter 3, Discourse 155. And the Buddha says to the monks, Those beings who engage in good conduct by body, speech and mind in the morning, have a good morning. Those beings who engage in good conduct by body, speech and mind in the afternoon, have a good afternoon. Those beings who engage in good conduct by body, speech and mind in the evening, have a good evening. Truly favourable and auspicious, a happy daybreak and a joyful rising, a precious moment and a blissful hour, will come for those who offer alms to those leading the spiritual life. Skillful actions by body and speech and mind, and skillful resolutions, when one does what is skillful, one gains skillful benefits. Those happy ones who have gained such benefits come to the growth in the Buddha's teaching. May you and all your relatives be healthy and happy. So a joyful sutta from the Buddha, joyful teaching from the Buddha. Quite evident that he's talking about skillful conduct and resolutions. And so when we engage in good conduct by body, speech and mind, at all times of the day, the Buddha says that we'll have a good day throughout the day. And he also says that when we make skillful resolutions and have this skillful conduct, then we'll gain skillful benefits. And so that means we come to growth in the Buddha's teaching, that means we flourish on the Noble Eightfold Path, our spiritual practice uh, deepens and grows, and then he wishes us well. So this is a very good sutta, it's very joyful, and also something that lends itself to making resolutions towards our spiritual practice. Now you might ask, what kind of resolutions do we make towards spiritual practice? And I think we take guidance from these two suttas that we uh, went through. The first is from the Chaka Sutta, and the Pali it says, atasama paniti. So if you break that down, it's talking about right or thorough resolutions for oneself. So samma usually refers to right or thorough or proper. And the reference to oneself is clearly that these are resolutions that are befitting or proper for oneself. They're not for anybody else, and they must be made that are suitable to your circumstances or situation. Now from the Pubhanha Sutta, the Pali is panitite padakine. So this is, when you look at padakine. it comes from padakkina, which means skillful, right, good, the implication is towards the wholesome path. So, These resolutions are meant to be wholesome resolutions, which are skillful or good. Let's expand on this a little further. So the first thing that is helpful is to make sure we take into account our own personal circumstances and conditions. So this is our responsibilities, the workload that we're juggling and other commitments or challenges that we face. It's important to take these into account so we're not overburdening ourselves. And to just bear in in mind our unique conditions. The second is around remembering that this is a wholesome support towards spiritual practice. So it's a helpful aid. And so it's not something that we use to beat ourselves up later on. The third is not to worry about the past or to anticipate hurdles or blocks. So sometimes what we say to ourselves is, but what if I can't achieve these things, or I don't have a lot of time, and what kind of things can I make resolutions about, and what if I get derailed like, like last time, or this thing is going to come up this year, and what will I do about that, and how can I circumnavigate that, and so what happens is it prevents you from just looking at what you would like to achieve in terms of development for the year it prevents you from having an open mind about what is your real intention to develop and grow on the path. And so if you start with worries in your mind, then what will happen is you'll end up with resolutions that are based more around fear or anticipation or disappointment. And so that's not what this exercise is about. It's really about setting some aspirations and making some resolutions towards the year in a very wholesome and and happy way. And then the fourth one is make each resolution realistic and actionable but with some stretch so the idea is to set the determination the resolution and to set it with an intention that it's achievable and so it has to be realistic and we'll go through some examples of how we can do this but it also has to have some stretch so if you set simply easy resolutions then you don't stretch yourself to actually develop and grow. And part of setting these resolutions is actually to ensure that you meet some of the things that you really want to do as part of this path. And it could be around qualities, sacred qualities, the trainee qualities that you want to actually develop more. Or it could be around meditations that you wish to really deepen and do more practice around, ones that you actually enjoy, but you haven't put some time in or you haven't really focused on making this kind of intention. So that's why making them realistic, actionable, but with some stretch is really important. And then framing them in a joyful way is the last one. So this is where it's possible. Frame your resolutions so that they don't sound like tasks that you don't want to do, but more like resolutions that bring some joy to know that this is something that you're setting that is meant to help the process and to walk this spiritual path. Let's talk through some examples that will offer a bit more clarity, or maybe offer up some ideas or inspiration in making these resolutions. So the first aspiration or resolution is around developing and maintaining a steady practice. So this will depend on your personal circumstances, but most people do actually want something that is regular, something that is steady. And so one of the resolutions may be around daily practice to ensure that you have a morning sit, which begins with a puja and then a meditation. Now, this can be as short or as long as you wish. But the idea is to be able to ensure that this can be done. Now, for some people, it's not possible because of early mornings or things like that. And so you adjust, so you make sure you have an evening sit. Or if you wish, you can have both. But the idea is to make sure that it is regular. And for some people, daily may not be possible. So it may be more sporadic, but at least during the week, you set yourself a target or resolve around how many times you sit a week. The second area may be around developing additional sila, additional virtuous behavior. For some people, it may be that you want to observe the uposita days, the poya days. And so you might say, this coming year, I wish to observe each and every poya day and take the eight precepts. And so you make sure that you do that this year. Another resolution may be around specific meditations. So you might set a resolution around wanting to cultivate and develop a particular meditation over a period of time. So it may be for the whole year that you wish to really deepen your metta meditation. In terms of Karaniya metta, it may be going through each of the key words, making sure that you memorize the inside pathway, It may be that you keep training yourself in method meditation throughout the year. That is your primary meditation. And of course, we know that there are 11 blessings of that meditation. So there's immense blessings and and rewards from undertaking such practice, as with many other meditations. But the stretch could be that if you already know how to do the method meditation, is to really be able to switch it on. So for some of us, what happens is you don't need to deepen the practice. It's already there at your fingertips. And so for others who don't have that, you want to be able to get it so that you become an expert at it, as the Buddha would say, that it becomes your vehicle and you you really know how to access metta, uh, true metta. So it may be during the year you, you, you say that, or it might be a shorter time frame. So some people take, for example, the Samadhi Bhavana Sutta and they really focus on it for six months and then you review after that and you review whether you want to go on with it or whether you want to select another meditation to really deepen. And so these are some of the meditations or some of the uh, resolutions you can make around meditation. The fourth area that one can look at is really around bahusutta. So this is the quality of being learned but also to do the meditation as well. But this could be around learning the Buddha's words, like really wanting to become more Bahusutta in terms of what the Buddha has said. And so it's good to set a resolution around that. It may be that you want to enjoy reading the Sutta Nipata and really use that for this year. Or it may be that you want to more generally know the Suttas around various aspects of the Buddha's teaching and it's across all the Sutta Pitaka. So there's various things that you can make a resolution around. It could be that something as simple as reading a couple of Suttas a week or more than that, it depends on what your circumstances are. But there's something very rewarding around being with good company, and of course that is the Buddha's words. The fifth area, as we've touched on a little bit, is safer qualities. So we've already spoken a bit about Bahusutta, and we've also spoken about a little bit about sila Sampano, which is you know developing more virtue. But this is a very important part. To the path, because we're all trainees, we're all learners on this path, and as we know from the Sekha Paripada Sutta, it's good to become accomplished in our conduct, and part of that are these 15 qualities. Now, if you remember from our sessions on the Sekha Paripada Sutta, things like Sila Sampano, accomplished in Sila, Indriya Guttadivaro, guarding the doors to the sense faculties, Bhojane Mathanyu, moderation in eating, Jagriyang, wakefulness having the seven good qualities of saddha, hiri, otapa, bahusutta, aradaviryo, sati, panya. So these are conviction, moral shame, fear of wrongdoing, being learned, energetic, being mindful, having wisdom. These are particular areas that we can work on. And of course, the four jhanas at the end complete the 15. And so any one of these areas you could specifically take up in order to deepen, in order to develop, So if we take the example of wakefulness, wakefulness, it touches in on the daily sit, say if you want to have an early morning sit before work or before other responsibilities, then you need to be able to set the alarm and to stick with it, not to keep pressing the snooze button. And over time, you keep building it up until it becomes something that's so easy that you become very wakeful early in the morning, not so dozy, not so heavy in the mind. The minute you wake up, you wake up, it becomes a very, very good habit. And also there are other areas such as Indriya Guttadavara, so guarding the doors to the sense faculties. I mean, this is something that you build up over time. But when you have a resolution, it really focuses in on the practice. And what you do to make it practical, actionable, is you start to write out the ways that you can do it. Whether it's at work or when you're out and about or whether it's in the home normally what we do is we draw out into the world but what we want to do is draw in so what you start to do is you start to practice that and then it becomes easier again it becomes like your vehicle not so interested in the world more inwards i mean this whole spiritual practice is about coming inwards and so there are things around that as well same with the seven good qualities when it comes to sadda when it comes to kiri and otapa all these good qualities there's a certain way when you go back on even the sessions that we've run on it, there are certain areas where you can actually develop. But it's really also depends on where your interest lies. It's good to make resolutions where you're actually interested because then it's actually easier to do. And then the last one that, as an example, and there's many more areas, but these are just the ones for us to, to talk about today, is sharing Dhamma. There are huge benefits from sharing Dhamma. And it may be that you feel, and quite often people feel, oh, I can't do that. This is not something that I'm ready for or what what have you. Whatever those thoughts are. But the thing is, sharing Dhamma is very meritorious and it really, really helps the process. And it's remarkable how much you develop by sharing Dhamma. So in the first instance, one of the resolutions may be, May I be able to help someone who is already sharing Dhamma? And so that may be background work. It may be research. It may be computer work. It may be all kinds of things like that. Or it could be that you start sending out things to a a meditation group that you you are already part of, or you join a meditation group and you just start to share Sutta references, or, or you start to share and support activity, meritorious activity in the group. And then the last one could be directly taking up invitations so many of us over time we do get invitations and so it's taking up the invitation to come and join in in sharing dhamma there are many many other areas where you can make resolutions around generosity around relinquishment around meritorious activity so many different areas that we can make resolutions and so these are some examples just to stimulate the mind and also to inspire you towards making some for this year. So this is a gentle encouragement. This is not something that you have to do, but it's something that can be very fruitful as the Buddha has said. We can end our session here, let's share the merit with all sentient beings, may all beings be happy and well, may all beings be free from suffering. Blessings of the Triple Gem, wishing you well.